Listening to Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. We talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, hopefully, get a chance to dive into our community. We're just going to have to do another mailbag episode because it's been like so long since we've been able to get around to questions and stuff, and I feel bad every time they go later than a month. So, but, anyways, yes, there is a lot to discuss. Uh, Anime Expo happened, so we have a lot of things for at least me and Chris to talk about. For those that don't know, we have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash spirit where you can get pretty much whenever something really big hits, I'm going to make a video on it so you can catch it then. But for all those that are just podcast listeners, I like to make sure that we have a discussion where we talk about the news and, of course, get Chris's opinion on stuff. And so that's what you're here for. If you've watched those videos, you get Chris's opinion, which you probably want more than mine. And if you... <laughs> And if all you do is listen to the podcast, you get up to date. But uh, yes, we're at TakuSpare.com. That's where you can go for all of our stuff. All the links there. We have our social media links, our Discord, uh, obviously ways that you can support us through you know, our tips link, which thanks to Antonio B. here recently for a nice little tip that he sent us. And uh, of course, a Patreon account there where you can sign up to support us on a monthly basis. We greatly appreciate everybody that supports us. It means a lot to us. It makes this happen, this whole thing where Andrew is doing this stuff full time. So... Anywho, like I said, we have a lot to go through. Are you ready? Anything uh, anything crazy over the last few weeks? Nothing of, of anything of just note? my just my show. Go. It has been officially deemed my show now. The Chris show. The Chris show. The one that is marked not safe for work on Discord. <laughs> I like that Chris's channel is not safe for work. That's that's great. That just shows you the de- 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 the degeneracy of Chris. Yes. The de- 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 um. I'm, I'm going back to the. Unhappy. There you go. And it is funny because it, the the original web novel was not that um, crazy. So we'll see. Yeah. Expectations. Set expectations. It's a Chris show, but sex, <laughs> you have to set expectation because of that. Uh, Chris finds that certain things very enjoyable, and those certain things aren't like crazy plot twists. <laughs> hey, there could be some stuff in there. But no, yeah, the season did start, and it's been absolutely bonkers. It's been a lot of stuff to keep up with. Typically, I wait for like a couple episodes to, before I do videos on them, but 
I just there's a lot of shows I just really badly want to talk to now so talk about now. So I've been I've been all over that, and that's been that's been a crazy last. Co- I'm getting comments now, people going, "Where's your Mashuka Tensei novel videos?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I'm doing the first impressions. I got to get this stuff done first, and then we'll go back to that." Um, plus, I'm getting I'm honestly a little bit struggling with the last part of the the second volume. It's like. What are we even talking about? I'm sure there's something interesting in there, but like this extra chapter, it's like, I don't even know if I care about anything that's happening in this and I can't get through it. So I'll eventually force myself to read through it, but it's been like super boring that last chapter. But anywho, that's besides the point. Again, news, (laughs) news. Uh, Let's just dive into it because we got a lot of stuff to talk about and it's gonna be a lot of fun. So yeah, first bit we have Discotech Media has announced they will release Symphogear GX Urusai Yatsura, the final chapter, and Tales of Fantasia anime on Blu-ray on September 27th. Um, additionally, they said they're going to release Billsbub and Sayuki Reload Gunlock on standard Blu-ray format the same day. And, finally, Konosuba Blessing on this Wonderful World second season in stillbook format Blu-ray on September 27th. So, really cool there. If you're a fan of Konosuba, at least, you can get that. And, like I said before, Simple Gear getting a physical release is really cool that they're doing that, so cool stuff anything that you're after there i would like to get those the still books they always like well at least some seem to unproduce underproduce them but they're probably because they're expensive to produce so they don't want to produce too many and get stuck with the the extras but i really do like still books they're really nice um maybe the konosuba stuff um i know that a little the little bit of beelzebub i watched it seemed interesting but it wasn't wasn't anything that kind of blew me out of the the water but i do know it's a very well-loved show so yeah it is kind of unfortunate bills above and sayuki are standard definition blu-rays that's that i that always hurts i mean i understand it for like old stuff that doesn't really have have like hd assets or assets that can turn into hd but it, it is always kind of a bummer when you see the standard blu-rays it, it, they're fine though they work just fine they're they're better than vhs or something with like all <laughs> the scan lines and stuff uh, moving on, we have the official Twitter account for There's No Cure for My Brother Being Around Me announced that they uh, it will be getting an anime, or that the anime will be getting a fifth season. So there you go. For all the fans of that series, it's continuing on. Um, I think Chris watched that one, didn't you? No I don't cure recognize for... it. I don't remember the Japanese titles, like, super long, obviously, but... Ani ni sukeru kusuri wa nai is the Japanese title, but yeah. Another season for that. Exciting. It's getting 12 episodes, and it's supposed to be premiering on the Anime Store, which I have no clue what that is. Some Probably some Japanese streaming service, um, on July 29th. So we'll see who ends up picking it up over here. But well, if it's got a fifth season, it's probably good. So uh, yeah, Obviously. <laughs> it has to be good. It, it's obviously very good. But um, Original comics story centers around a violent girl who strikes her idiot older brother. Um, the story also focuses on sibling love, and food, the web manga has been around, read by 500 million times on online in China. Apparently very, very big in China. Very big in China. Thank you. Uh, the anime staff for Bochi the Rock has released a new visual that announced an October release for this series. So this is something we already had the announcement that it was going to be this year. It's just we never got a confirmation on when. But I think at this point, <laughs> all it can really do is be in fall. So <laughs> we, we've, we've managed to... To push it off so long that there's only one option unless you completely delay it. So, And they don't typically do that with most shows. So they, they probably had plans on October. It's just finally, finally doing it. I'm, ex- I'm still super excited for this. It really looks great. 
visually looks fantastic. I think this was uh, Cloverworks, I think. I think it's Cloverworks, right? Help me. Yes, Cloverworks. Cloverworks, yes. Characters so. look good. good. Yep, yep. Bochi Des. <laughs> Bochi Des. <laughs> I wonder if she'll do the Bochi Des thing. Hi, Bochi Des. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It looks, it looks really good. But yeah, Cloverworks. Keep, keep doing what you're doing, Cloverworks. Uh, well, the official website for um, My Dress Up Darling has announced that they're going to be doing a new event to be held on September 17th. So I guess the big main thing to focus here is that this is not them announcing a second season for the anime, but it they're is curious. It is curious they're announcing a special event just for the anime fans. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I know a lot of people are saying that they only, like, they're just barely getting to 80 chapters, and they already went through 40 chapters in the adaptation, but there's two things there. One is that not every chapter is equal to this amount of time in an adaptation. Um, they could see that there is a, an amount of, there's enough content to push a full second season. They can do a shorter season. And additionally, they could already know where the story's going and they can go beyond the manga, which is technically beneficial to the sales of future manga. Um, but yeah, it's not an announcement yet, but, I'm definitely setting my calendar for September 17th because I'm sure something could come from that. And a second season would be fantastic. So we'll see. We're, 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 we're going to be optimistic, but we're going to, we're of course going to put our grain of salt in there that this isn't quite yet, but you excited for another season? Are you, Absolutely. I, I know that you didn't like it as much as I did, but um, <laughs> <laughs> there was that second part that I absolutely hated. Um, no, I love the show. And that just is so much hype right there just just the idea even if it is just an announcement of an announcement i mean it, it we can hold out hope we miss modding we miss modding the official website for square enix's gun gun magazine has announced that the manga adaptation of 86 has been canceled um this has been going on for quite a while the mangaka has been having health issues and so apparently they had a discussion and decided to cancel it um which is unfortunate um mainly because i we really need the mangaka to get better. So obviously, you know, his health is the prime or her, either one, uh, their health is the priority here. And hopefully they get better despite this being canceled. Um, but that's, that's usually a very unfortunate sign that if they have to cancel, then something's not going well. So hopefully they get better though. But, um, I didn't even know it had a manga. So (laughs) that's the shocker for me. (laughs) I probably would have checked out the manga, but, um, that's that's yeah like i said that's very unfortunate so there you go there you go deadline has reported that stranger things matt duffer and ross duffer are working on a new live action adaptation of death note for netflix just 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 (laughs) facepalm okay that's all i have to say i i i mean come on i mean really i at some point, maybe it's they'll accidentally. At some point, at some point, they'll accidentally make it good, right? Right. If they just do it a million times, eventually <laughs> one of them will be like, "Eh, that was all right." Which one? Um, the fifteenth one. That one was okay. Just watch that one. <laughs> really? Yeah, the fifteenth one, not the fourteenth. That fourteenth one. <sighs> Dang, it was bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's a that's a stop moment, like an S T A H P stop moment. But yeah, um. It's going to be produced by the newly formed studio Upside Down Pictures, and reports say that it's going to be a new take on Netflix from Netflix's previous adaptation. So basically saying that, you know, that last thing we did, 
it's not going to be a sequel to it. It's nothing to do with it. We're doing our own thing. So that's now, a positive. To give give you credit, because I, I did watch your video where you did in the Oh, Chris about watches it. my content. Um, in, and I, I will give you credit on the idea of, okay, yes, Sh- Stranger Things is a really beloved show. Did you watch I mean, it? No, I actually never did. No. I meant to, but I, n- I just never got around to it. You get a sense from the trailers and stuff, though. I mean, it's it's very good at suspense. Um, And it's one of those things that I I do give credit to the idea of if it's got a solid director, maybe possibly they can pull it off. But, I mean, th- there there's still the aspect of you have to love the, the, the stuff that you're going to be doing. And sometimes it, it really does come off as some of these... Uh, these directors, when they get these um, these Japanese properties, they they go, eh, well, we can tweak it a little bit here. We can put in a little bit of our stuff here, and it, and it's like, I at some point you you go, well, do you really love the property? I mean, do you want to do this property, or do you want to do your own thing? It's just modeled after what uh, you think is interesting out of this other prod- product. So that that that's my my thought on it. Take it for what it is. It, I hope. I, I hope it does well. Yeah. The only thing that somebody kind of pointed out to me that I'm curious about. I haven't really been able to find a direct quote, but there has been statements saying that the Stranger Things they they were inspired by Elfin Lead. So it, it at least kind of shows that they are they know anime. I mean, Stranger Things in a sense is kind of anime-esque. Like it does have a little bit of their their feel of of horror and stuff like that. So, I can kind of see that, but like I said, I that that knowing that if that is true that they were inspired, there's a lot of articles on it, so apparently it's true. Um obviously, since you can google it, it's there, it's true. <laughs> they <laughs> the um and, and not completely that somebody made it up and everybody, you know, basically sourced it. But no, if if that is the case, then that at least shows me that the Duffer brothers kind of have some experience in, in anime. Like they do know what anime is and that's kind of a, a positive, but like my, my statement has always been, if you're a Western company, make it Western. Don't touch the original sword. Now, granted somebody made a good point. (laughs) The Netflix adaptation was very Western, um, but it was, it was stupid Western. Like it was dumb and horrible writing Western. Um, Don't give me the idiot. Uh, shutout guy that spazzes out at everything. Um, give me something that's really critical. Like, give, and this is the other thing that would kind of hit me as I was talking about the idea of it being the creators of Stranger Things. Like I said, I watched two seasons of it, and they did suspense well. They did the unknown very well. And I think D- Death Note has a little bit of feel in there. What is he going to do? Kind of aspect. But additionally, they knew how to do, or at least their their team, they knew how to do the setting really well. Because obviously Stranger Things was set in like the 70s or something like that, or 80s. Um, it's set back in time. And they pulled off that setting well, the vehicles and the and the phones and everything, the, the setting itself, the clothing. And I think that lets me know that they're creative in envisioning something. And if they can... Here's a thought process. Why not just make it a different time period? Like get out of the current time period. Take internet crap out of the story itself. Just go back in time a little bit. To where it's more a simple story, but it's still effective. Because I think when you start getting to more modern time Death Note, that's when you start getting into some really dumb stuff that we just don't. I don't really care to see again. It it is um, one of those interesting aspects of um, the going to what you were mentioning earlier about the fact that. Um, 
in these 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 bigger names are 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 having are are taking note of um anime more and more often i mean uh you 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 have several different directors that have art i mean who is it uh torino uh the guy who did um battle angel was it i don't know i forget it was just a couple uh couple years ago and we ended up watching it um mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is is that they're they're starting to have to get to the point where they they have to take note of anime. It's it's becoming such a presence anymore that they they're tired of ma- remaking stuff over here. That too, <laughs> but it so they're going to remake stuff from over there. It's one of those funny things of how how it, this is one of those aspects that I mention a lot of a lot of times where you 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 can see this cultural all the cultural shifts as as things are moving around it's it's like uh a couple seasons ago we were talking about the the guy in Netflix that was saying that uh that more and more people are are watching anime and and stuff like that and it's like it's getting to the point where they can't ignore it anymore it's it's the culture is shifting whether they want to acknowledge it or not there is a presence and anime is there and they they can't ignore it much in anymore i mean there's something to be said about how things work in japan i mean if if i was somebody that's like i need i need a story to adapt like i'm just i don't have any creativity myself i just need a story to put into picture format i would go to japan to go to and i would take somebody that can translate and i would go into a manga shop like there it's literally a wall of ideas and they're they're creating ideas every two seconds. There's web novels being created on a daily basis. Japan is just they're spewing out so much content. And yes, a lot of it's samey. Yes, a lot of it's flops. But there's so many. It's like a scatter shot if you walk into one of these manga stores that are just covered wall to wall with paper. And to think that you could just walk in there and literally just pull a book off a shelf and go, "Would this work?" is the is the idea there. And I think that's some a credit to at least their publishing system and stuff there. They, they're they constantly throwing out stuff, looking for something that'll finally stick. And I just don't feel like we have that in the West. We do have a lot of publishing companies that will publish a lot of books and stuff. But the creativity is not there anymore because they're – I would argue they're so focused I, on being afraid of stepping on the wrong toes over here where over there it's like I'm going to make a, a, a toilet chun and she's going to be talking about – um, jumping over the moon. Okay, make a manga out of it. I think that that that's that's an interesting tidbit. Is um, a lot of um, and, and this is where my ultimate mindset is is that eventually at some point I think that the, for lack of a better term, the, oh you said it I again. said it You're I'm gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about um, it. I edited the last podcast and I heard him say that like three times in a row and I was editing and I'm like. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it, and then sure enough, somebody says something about it on on Discord. Um, and 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 take this for what it is. I'm not actually saying that this is going to happen, but I think that um, Hollywood is going to move, and not the physical Hollywood. I think that you're going to start seeing Hollywood start to slowly die away, and something new kind of replace it, and um. I think Jap- Japan might be one of those cultural centers that will kind of slowly move into the placement of the basically the entertainment center of the world. I mean, what's Hollywood? Are you talking about Marvelwood? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is other ones like Marvel I mean, and Pixar Wood. I mean, Texas is trying to kind of take that place as well, but there's other places that are um, Paris is. I, I don't know that Paris has necessarily got the um, Paris. It, it does have a a lot of cultural sy- synergy there, but. It, Bollywood, it doesn't... Chris. Bollywood's going to take <laughs> over. They do some crazy stuff. My my point being is that they they have all these um these different places that are trying to take over the king spot and and Hollywood is having such a hard time while they still have the cultural momentum there. Yeah, they still have blockbusters, slowly, but yeah, I think a lot of people are. It's they're like fed up. Else. Yeah, people, tired. people are fed up with it, and and that's the thing is what happens when just like we were talking about with um back in the day when we were talking about World of Warcraft or or Blizzard and and how while it still has that power, it's it's on its death spiral, and each and these other companies are trying to take that place. The worst time for you to make mistakes is when you are in a death spiral because you you if you want to take that uh take that energy back you have to start fixing your problems and sometimes they get to a point where their arrogance forces them to just continue on that death spiral so it's it's an interesting thought like i said i'm not i'm not in good at at uh tea leave reading i just it, i see these things in in the grander picture i don't follow uh, Hollywood anymore. I, I I gave up on Hollywood a long time ago. I just watch the interesting um, interplay between all of these uh, culture, the cultural uh, uh, world as a whole, and and I see interesting aspects. And Japan becoming more and more of an influence, I think, is very in- interesting. And I think that that's something that a lot of people should take more note of. That. These directors can't ignore these uh, these uh, properties anymore. Yeah, and I think Netflix has been the main key one there because I mean they have Cowboy Bebop. They did they're doing One Piece. They they've done they're doing Netflix for the second time now. Um, we had some other kind of semi independent studio that was doing the Sword Art Online. I'm not sure what the hell happened to that, but apparently that was happening. Um, Akita apparently is a thing. I, don't, I have no clue what's going on with that, but. They're obviously really picking up on a lot of that stuff. And, yes, we have some that are technically based off of stuff, like All You Need Is Kill that was Live, Free, uh, live Die, Repeat, um, that, are, that are still kind of seeping over here. So it, it is a cool thing. I, I honestly do appreciate that it's getting that acceptance. But at the same time, like I've argued with somebody before, where they say, if Death Note 2 is terrible, you still have the original. It doesn't really matter. And it's like, yeah, I get that. But at the same point, there is something to be said about something having a bad adaptation and it ruining the image of the original product. Um, I, honestly, the the first Death Note movie was the Netflix one. The live-action Japanese one was really good, actually. Um, the Netflix live-action Death Note kind of ruined its image. Like, you can, you can, I can see somebody going, oh, Death Note's on, on, on here, and it's, it's American, so that it might be more easy for me to watch. And they watch it, and they go, I heard this was a good story. This is terrible. This is like super terrible. I, I think that they should. It I, should have like a little like discrepancy on the bottom left hand corner that says this is our Netflix version. Please do not feel like this is the the indication of the original source material. If you don't like this, please still check out the source material. I think it's more interest. I, I wish that they would take more note and instead of just trying over and over and over again until they get a good version, um, 
leave it alone for a while. Go find some. There's um, I mean, people are complaining about there being too many shows in one season. There's plenty of material to work yeah. with. Um, Death Note is not the only show that people like because a lot of people do like Death Note and. But there is oh God, more. I just thought about it. I want to show again Roku live action. Right. Japanese, though, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's one of those things that I I would like to see other properties being touched instead of only Death Note. I mean, we got. Isn't that a good thing, though? Just focus, Just keep messing up Death Note, and that way we can only yeah, right? save and then everything else. We don't have to else. everything else is. <laughs> we'll just assume up. it's going to be bad. <laughs> I was still surprised that they did Cowboy Bebop. And like I said, that was the one that you. you Really can't fail, but they sort of did, um, which is unfortunate. But anywho, that's that's happening. I, I would really love it if like the Duffer Brothers came out and said, "Yeah, um, we just want to come out and say that we thought that the other adaptation was terrible too." And we're, dude, would, wouldn't that be a statement? Just to come out and be honest, say we didn't like the other one, and we're going to do it better. And that would be, that would boost my confidence a lot. But they're not going to do that because you can't. You don't, you're not going to want to step on and spit on somebody else's project. So. We'll see though. I, I have I'm much more positive on this one than I was the previous one, but we'll see with the trailers. I think the trailer's gonna be very telling if they can pull off that tone and that feel of it. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, moving on, Aniplex has announced that they will release the PS4 and Switch versions of Type Moon's Witch on the Holy Night visual novel in the West on December 8th. This, of course, is going to be simultaneous release with Japan's release, which I think is really fantastic. Uh, this, of course, is the new version that will be fully voiced and HD graphics. So if you're a Type Moon fan or you're trying to get into more besides Fate, Stay Night, I guess, um, check that out. You think I, that's going to be John? Huh? Is that going to be John? Is that going to be John? John Dark? No, that's that's like the the Tsukuyomi stuff. Not the Tsukuyomi stuff, the... Tsukihime. There. There it is. The story is noted as being one that tangible connections with the loosely connected uh, Nasu universe, the English-speaking fan term, um, shared universe and cos- uh, cosmology in Tight Moon works, including Tsukihime, Fate Stay Night, and Garden of Sinners. So. Gotcha. There you go. 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 I do like that, though. I, I love that Aniplex is being more acceptant of the West having visual novels. They did those, like, three bam, bam, bam releases on Steam at some point, which I haven't got a chance to read one of them, but I was starting it. But Would like to see the the rest, the rest the main series. Uh, It'd be great to get Fate Stay Night visual novel finally <laughs> in the West. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I, it would be nice to get the originals. Oh, uh, yeah. And that would... I wonder if that would sell, like, hotcakes. You know like, it would. Do you think it they would just assume that everybody has read it that's going to read it? It's it's or one is, of those... I think it's just the fact that the content in it, they don't want to deal with the the controversies. Maybe. The mana-filling mana stuff. I, I just... I, I think that once they actually do it, they, it, it they, they'll probably be blown away by how much of a, a turnout people would do. You gotta I mean, know that uh, like Sekai Project has been, was fighting at some point for, like, you know they yeah. knew that that would. I mean, if they got Clonod and Grisaya, they you know they went for fate and it never happened. Do you think that they much. just they just know how much it's how how valued valuable it is, or do you? I'd assume, and they probably and I would imagine if Sekai Project went to them, they said here this much, and they're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no that would I, I mean, us. that's the only thing I can figure because I can't I can't imagine that. Fate I mean, is mine. yeah, I know the idea of the. The possibility of controversy is there. I get it, but 
You got it. I mean, with as much as has been turned out Grisaia before, you would think that it too. Yeah, I mean, Grisaia was I I I've always assumed was ten times worse than what that is, and I can't imagine that these people don't realize how much gold that is unless they just figure that the because it's been out on the on the fan sites for so long that it's that's not, yeah i i otherwise i can't think of any other reason why so they is Clonod and so is grisaia that's that's the question mark there right however aged yeah because of how long it's been out i mean that was one of the first properties i knew of that had uh fan translations so they maybe they just figure it's just not worth it anymore. I don't know. No, yeah. uh, my assumption is that it's it's probably the license too expensive. That because that's fate the only thing. is like cash money over there. I don't know. That, that, that was my question mark when it came to things like why is Alchemist Code have fake characters in it? It's like does somebody know somebody? Because I don't see that game making that much money. But again, it is a gotcha game, so they make lots of money. But I don't know. It's all weird. It doesn't make any sense. Never, no, I don't think it'll ever make sense, <laughs> but at least we can get Witch on the Holy Night visual novel on December 8th, I guess. That is, that is the plus. Maybe we're I, we're just over overthinking it. I, I, I mm. mean, maybe it's just not as, as popular as they think, I, or as we think. I, I, I think that's wrong, but... Yeah, I'd imagine a lot of these groups, if they're smart, they're gauging interest in how much they can make out of it, so... The official website for the anime adaptation of Mashal, which, by the way, is getting an anime adaptation. I I read the other news bit, but yes, <laughs> Mashal is getting an anime adaptation. Mashal, Magic, and Muscles. Um, but yes, the official website has actually updated to announce that it is going to be a complete adaptation of the manga. Um, so that's pretty crazy. It's set to premiere in 2023, and the manga has entered its 12th and final volume. So that tells you the source material is done, or d- being done. And they'll be going right into an anime adaptation of it entirely, at least based on that quote-unquote complete part on the website. Um, for those that don't know, this is a world of magic, and uh, it's a world of magic where magic is used for, for everything. But deep in the forest exists a young man who spends all of his time training and bulking up. He can't use magic, but he enjoys a peaceful life with his father. But one day his life is put in danger. Will his muscular body protect him from magic users who are out to get him? Powerfully trained muscles crush magic as this abnormally uh, abnormal magical fantasy begins. So, very interesting. That's um interesting. Very odd cool. odd concept. So let's go with it. Yeah, I I I kind of thought like I seen the key art when I first seen this announcement, and I seen this guy like standing there like crushing a wand. It didn't really dawn on me until I read the synopsis. Oh, yeah, he's he doesn't know how to use magic. He's just breaking the wand because he's muscular. But um, I might immediately went to something like um, I don't know, a Hogwarts thing. Like I was gonna be a Hogwarts story or something like that. But no, he's gonna destroy everything magic. So completely different than what I imagine it be. So that's cool though. Always love to hear when things are getting full adaptations. I don't think they have a like an announcement for a studio or anything? Question mark. So no, I don't. I don't see a studio. We'll we'll see. We'll see though. Katakawa's store has listed a Blu-ray box set for Harem and, and I'm sorry. Um, Katakawa has an, has listed a Blu-ray box set for Chris's show. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a limited edition release for the first volume, which will include a one-seven scale figure of Roxanne in lingerie. Now, my question is: Is that that's Harriman a Labyrinth in Another World? By the way, I'm just joking. That's the American side. 
No, that's the Japanese listing. And that's what I thought it was. So. Yeah, we're, we're, I, doubt I, we're really want I doubt we're going to get a physical release of this show, Chris. I'm sorry. I I really am at this point curious what Crunchyroll slash Funimation is doing for physical releases going forward. I mean, they still have a lot of the listings for the earlier shows, or at least last year's shows on Funimation's site, but I just don't I don't hear about any announcements for physical releases anymore. And like, we still haven't heard about Mashuko Tensei, which is like, that's that's money. Like, that's so much money right there. Because I, I was I was desperately searching for that to find out where uh, who had that, and I found out that it was in the the box set. So I was hoping that we would get a a, a version of it here. But go get that go get that Japanese Blu-ray, Chris. Right? How much is it listed for? Probably like uh, probably two hundred. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess two hundred. Yeah, just one hundred seventy six. Well, probably one hundred fifty ish for transfer i'm not sure how the dollars turn right now compared to the yen so yeah that's uh it's seventeen thousand yen by the way so yeah get that chris go no this is volume two volume one has the box the figure so 100 100 almost 150 bucks just for the first set where's this first the the second set what's the first list at we want to see the one that has a figure that's the interesting one normal version lingerie there it is right there (laughs) <laughs> 400 bucks. Whoa. Wow. 39,000 Japanese yen. So yeah, you're looking at more like 370 at least dollars USD. Ugh. Go get I it, Chris. Go get that. You know that's going to be the most janky figure ever. It looks good in the prototype though. Um it has that whole like hair hair line thing, but that's fine. Interesting. We will, we are we are now. T- it has a well, sign Roxy see, thing I, too. I mean, I I this almost is probably already sold out. No, it's still available. I guess I would almost get that. The problem is, is I don't want a. Uh, I want at least some subtitles on there. It, that's the frustrating thing. Yeah, Dow's gonna have subtitles. Yeah, but again, this is probably gonna be the only way you're gonna get a physical release of this show. Because <laughs> you know, this thing gonna get no physical release. I don't know. That's something I'm keeping an eye on, but I really am curious how we're going to see the future of physical releases going forward. I don't, I, I'm curious if they'll just do nothing but licensing the shows and just streaming them just to kind of cut back on production and stuff. I know they're still doing dubs. The dubs, the dub side of Funimation is still going, but we just don't really know where the physical distribution is going for them. I think, I think if somebody announces a, a Mushoko release here soon, I think that's going to be telling. Ah, uh, there you go, Chris. Get on that. Get on that. It's a one seven scale too, so it's it's a little bit more beefier in size. So there you go. Anyways, moving on because Chris doesn't want to talk about this no more. <laughs> it's like out of sight, out of mind, right? The, that's why he hates Amiyami. He doesn't like to go to Amiyami at all. Anymore, I refuse so. to go to Amiyami. I almost don't even go to the other the other stores either. So. The official website or an official website has been launched for the anime adaptation of the Isekai Manwa. Why Raliania ended up in the Duke's mansion? So, getting an anime adaptation, pretty awesome. Uh, this one is Una Unha Park was just a regular girl desperate to get into college, but when she finally does, her elation is cut short when she's pushed off a roof. Only to wake up as Raylania, I hate that name, Raylania McMillan, McMillan, uh, a character from a novel whose death serves as a catalyst for the story's events. But (laughs) Raylania, 
<laughs> but but Zed uh, refuses to die a second time and is determined to change her fate no matter what. That sounds very much like villainous. My next life is a villainous. <laughs> the show sounds familiar. Like we've at least talked about it at some point, but I don't remember exactly the the details. It seemed like we were talking about similar to villainous, where the character was going into. Um, doing some different things to avoid it. And one of the things that she had done was go into a Duke's castle and, and try to get involved in that. And I, but like I said, I, I don't really remember exactly the, the details on that one, but it, it was probably, uh, last year sometime we ended up talking about it. in one of our discussionals is that they, they were talking about, um, maybe something was, maybe somebody licensed the manhwa. Maybe. That's possible, too. We don't typically get manhwa stuff over here, unfortunately. They're usually focused on mangas and stuff, so... I don't know. That does sound familiar, though. The idea of, like, going to the Duke's Mansion is a way of preventing death, but... We'll see. That's that's interesting. Um, I I always like when, especially with the one that we're going to be talking about here in a minute, whenever they get these adaptations of manhwas that are very obviously very popular that people do enjoy. Um, not that I'm like anti-manwa, like it has to be from Japan. Um, yeah, we've never... Some of them are good, so... Yeah, that's the thing is we've never been anti... I, I, we, we just like uh, w- something that we're going to end up talking about in a little bit. It's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that people have been asking us to cover it, but it... It, it's one of those things of there's just so much in the we already have enough in japan yeah we have enough in japan <laughs> going into the other ones is is a little bit more difficult to do yeah it's like link click because like everybody was super excited about link click and it click and it's like uh, well th- yeah it's great but you know yeah and then it's like ruby and yeah i know but you know <laughs> <laughs> last bearbender yeah yeah i know but uh, castlevania no, yeah i know but <laughs> Only so much time, and I have like I have I still have to rewatch Bleach or reread it. I everybody wants me to read through One Piece, and I still need to read Mushoku Tensei. Like I still have so much stuff to do. So, anyways, time. Uh, next bit of news, unfortunate news. Um, for those that are not aware, Yu Gi Oh's creator Kazuki Takahashi has unfortunately passed away. This was reported that the Japanese Coast Guard found him off the coast of Nago City in Okinawa. I believe I haven't really, I haven't actually gone to confirm this yet, but I believe somebody said it was prob, uh, it was due to a shark attack. So he was like when they found him, they actually found him um, in his scuba diving gear. Gear. So very unfortunate news. I know that a lot of people. He was a kind of a cornerstone of their childhood. I was not in a Yu-Gi-Oh, but I know a lot of people that were super into it when they were younger. That was like their Pokemon. That was their Digimon or whatever. So very unfortunate. I, I followed it for a couple of seasons. It, I, I did really enjoy it. It's it's one of those that yeah, I agree with Andrew that this is, it really sucks to see another such a, another legend in the yeah, Mangaka fear. Uh, definitely a, a pillar. And, and it, every time one of these pillars either meets an unfortunate end or a um and, we, and when like we were talking about earlier with one of those one of those um uh pillars being sick and and just canceling and we hope for the best for them because these are these are things that we do truly love we we even if we do, I don't follow uh Yu-Gi-Oh as as heavily as some people do I do know the influence that this the this uh person has and it's it is it is frustrating to see such an important figure go away. Yeah, yeah. But thankfully, I guess the the positive you can see is that his his legacy will live on and 
people can still enjoy his work for future generations. So, Moving on, we have uh, some really exciting news out of Crunchyroll during the Anime Expo. Finally, the most un... <laughs> The most leaked thing ever. Uh, they finally announced that Solo Leveling is getting an anime adaptation. Of course, this is based off the manhwa uh, of Solo Leveling. It's going to be premiering on Crunchyroll in 2023. Um, studio has been confirmed to be in A1 Pictures. The director is Shunsuki Nakashige, who's pretty much only known for doing Mother's uh, Mother of Goddess Dormitory, as well as some episodes of uh, Solar Online, Alicization, and War of Underworld. So... I think that's the only thing that a lot of people, including myself, is kind of a little bit hesitant on, is that the director hasn't really done much. But, um, yeah, character design is being done by Tomo, uh, Tomoko Sudo, who's pretty much been known for, for doing Alice in Borderlands. So, there's another kind of question mark one. Which I think is, I think the art style of Alice in Borderland kind of, sort of, gets close to solo leveling. So, it's I guess it's fine. Um, one exciting thing that I did find was that the music is being done by, uh, uh, Hiro- uh, one exciting thing that I found was that the music's being done by Suwano Hiroyuki. So that was, when I heard that in the trailer, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Suwano. <laughs> I can hear Suwano. And then sure enough, his name popped up on the screen. I'm like, yes. Can you, can you play the PV? It's mostly just manga oh, clips. That's right. You said that. But I'm sorry. there is some good music in the background, but I can't play the music as a recording, unfortunately, but... Yeah, it does have me super excited, mainly around Sawano A1 Pictures, but um, there it's very it's very pretty uh, uh, stills of the manga. That, that's one thing, I guess. But um, yeah, the head writer list. I'm not sure what a head writer is. Um, they J- Crunchyroll listed as a head writer. I'm not sure if that's a script writer or a series composition. Probably series composition writer. Um, that is uh, Noboru Kimura, who's done Gundam Age, Knights and Magic, Kokoku. Um, a mime and healer girl so good stuff there but yeah i, I think the the key things here is a1 pictures hopefully it's their a team not their outsourcing team um Swan Eye music and hopefully a really good story behind it as much as everybody's hyped up this stuff for the longest time there's um, cha by the way that's that's your girl yeah okay the, there's, a, there's a saber character so there you go <laughs> you're gonna love her I just joked about the fact that I read a little bit of the manga and all I got out of it was Don Machi, but I, I know that's probably going to make some people mad. Not, it's not a bad thing, just it kind of starts similar. The guy going in the dungeon and getting pretty much taken out. But, yeah. Um, what cool thing that came from the Anime Expo announcement, because obviously this was leaked long before, um, mainly around... The, the only leak that I really announced, or at least um, did anything on, was the the leak about... A company, a marketing company in Japan, licensing the anime solo leveling website. So that was kind of a given that it was going to happen. But um, some cool things that came out of the announcement from Anime Expo was that the author Chugong had uh, left a message for them, which says, "About six years ago, when I was writing the very beginning of solo leveling, if someone said to me, the novel you wrote will become a comic, um, I bet I told them to stop pulling my leg." But now I'm being told that it's being animated. <laughs> Seriously, stop pulling my leg. But these days I'm feeling excited and thrilled. Since I'm still half d- uh, doubting this is real, I want to see uh, Jin Wu and the other characters get animated soon and feel relieved. I'll keep working diligently while looking forward to that day. LOL. Uh, the illustrator, Dubu, uh, Dubu, said Solo Leveling is finally making an anime debut. It feels like only yesterday that we were getting an offer for an anime adaptation. I feel so overwhelmed. When I think that the anime will really uh, is really being created right now, 
This is uh, all thanks to you fans and uh, who love and support Solo Leveling. I'm filled with gratitude. Thank you very much. Also, please support the animation uh, production team. Uh, if this anime gives new enjoyment to the readers, I'll be very happy. So. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Excited, Chris? Yes, actually, he went, he went and blew through the whole manga, so now <laughs> I can't talk to him about anything related to Soul Level and going forward. I can I can officially announce uh, that I have completed the entire series. Um, I'm actually um, manga, not the light novel, right? The, the manhwa. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, no, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's, it's originally a light novel. Yeah, it was it? Yeah, it's originally a light novel because he's talking about how he was writing it and then it became a comic. So it's it's one of those that it's it's a fascinating. Uh, tidbit uh, because I was not big on it in the first half. Um, it, the second half really pulled everything together. I, I will admit that. One thing that I will give this series more than anything else is it. I want to see these the fights animated because it has some fantastic action moments, and I think that's where its strength is going to be. The uh, at least in the first uh, half. I and I, I kind of mentioned this to Andrew. It balances this the the this kind of blades edge between being the um, underdog and being the overpowered character at the same time, and it does that really well. Um, those are its two greatest strengths. And like I said, outside of that, going into the second half is when everything started pulling together. And it actually does have a really, really solid um, through line for its storyline. In the first half, a lot of that stuff is kind of just lost in the um, him constantly kind of working up his strength. So it's interesting. I, I, I do, I do really give it credit for its action moments, and I think that that's going to be its main draw, at least for the first season, for sure. Um, I hope they do the completed version and do actually get into the second season, which I can see two seasons coming out of this for sure. And that's the thing is like most everybody that I hear that's like, that was always super hyped for solo leveling is it, I think a lot of them kind of eventually reveal that it's a lot to do with the art style and the visuals. So it's like, it kind of makes me believe that the manhwa is, is where the, the actual popularity is the comic version of it. Cause it does seem like that's yes. When I've seen the visual, the the art style does some really cool stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm 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 excited for it. Um, I will keep my expectations in check so that I don't overhype it because it's obviously been hyped for the last I don't know five or six years or so. I don't know how long it's been since people first started saying this is better than Sword Art Online. Go read this. So it's like okay, gotcha. We'll see, we'll see. But um, I'm glad that it's finally been announced. That way, people can stop quote-unquote leaking it and we can move on to leaking other stuff so yeah there you go it's all leveling uh crunchyroll announced at anime expo additionally that tomochan is a girl is receiving an anime adaptation to premiere in january of 2023 so i've seen a couple people that were kind of hype on that announcement so i guess i'm glad for all those people on that one this one is tomo aizawa the title character is a tomboy who had crush on her childhood friend Junshiro, uh, who sees her not as a woman but as one of the boys. Hilarity ensues when she tries many times to, in vain, to show her love, but ended up with physical. Uh, but ended up physical in times. Um, also, their mutual friends Mizuzu Gundo 
does thing uh, does things her way. Many characters are mixed in the mess. So, tomboy trying to be seen as a as a girl, and it's not going to work out because the guy just sees her as one of the boys. So, very cute, very cute. I I, I always like my tomboy character, so I'll be interested to see how that one kind of turns out. Art style's okay. There's a couple shots that are kind of eh on the trailer, but I'll I'll be interested to see how that one turns out. It looks cute. Yep, yep. I never liked the bike shorts though. She got the whole bike short thing going on, but that that is technically signature <laughs> tomboy thing. <laughs> that that way she can kick and no and have no problems, which right? obviously she's probably going to do because it says that it always ends up physical. So that's probably her beating the crap out of him. She's a super sin daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Studio Trigger. This one was pretty crazy. Um, kind of blew up the internet for a little bit. But Studio Trigger has announced at or did announce at Anime Expo that they are working on a new project for Pantheon Stocking with Garter Belt franchise. So, yay! That that's coming back, Chris. Are you excited? <laughs> are you excited, Chris? The most I don't know. It it never got me. I, it, it felt too Western when I first watched it. So I'm like, eh, I don't. Yeah, I, that I, I'm going back to anime. I I tried to do it once or twice. I tried to. Um, it, it's, it's one, one of those that I didn't like the humor and that was my biggest problem with it. Um, I, I, I'm mixed on their quote unquote art style. Um, however, but when they do do their kind the- of transformation scenes and they get the actual anime versions of, um, Penny and Stark, uh, stocking it, they, I love their art. They, they look fantastic. I, what is it? The angel version or whatever they, they I think so. Yeah. Every once in a while they would clip into it and it's like, those, those two are gorgeous. But outside of that, nah, you don't, you don't like the, uh, Powerpuff girl style and mixed on it. Who, I'm, who, I, I'm not, I've never been first. Powerpuff girls is first, right? Probably. So you think they kind of got that style from them. It seems very that much style. So, yeah, I eh, I might check. I might try the set, the first season again before that comes out. We'll we'll see. Like I said, it, always it felt popped very up Western. on it popped up on Crunchyroll recently. So yeah, I, I think I think the just have to push myself to push that button. <laughs> I think the thing that's always been with that one is I think that was one of those ones that was more successful in the West, and I think they knew that the time that it came out. I heard some people saying that it was one of those ones they rushed it because they rushed it to the West because they knew that it would take off here, and sure enough, it did. So, a lot of fans out there. Definitely excited for you guys. I'm trying to get away from Western uh, material, so. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, uh, we finally got uh, the panel at Anime Expo for Trigun Stampede. That that happened. Finally, we got the trailer for Orange to show off their 3D CG version of the world of Trigun. And it was funny because when I I was, when it was first kind of leaked out, or when it was first announced by Orange, not leaked, um... Uh, the big question mark I had was like, how are people going to like the fact that this is a 3D CG company? They're not doing 2D Trigun. Uh, but sure enough, like when it came out, I was surprised. The argument that a l- most people had was that they just didn't like the new, the new look for um, Vash, which I kind of agree. I mean, we're so used to him having the, you know, the flipped up hair and then suddenly he's got like this whole combed down look. It just, it's definitely not, <laughs> definitely not Vash, but it's very orange. It's very Studio Orange. That's that's what I'll definitely say. Um, see, I, I think in the end, I think it was about a 50-50. Like, there was a 50% of people like, you know, this looks fine. I'm, I'm excited for it still. There was a... The other 50 was kind of like, you know, oof, rough, CGI, I don't like it, I'm done. 
And then there was a part that was just kind of like, you know, look, I don't like his new style. Like, why did they change his art style? Which they did end up having a an interview with the creator and stuff on Crunchyroll's site that they're pretty much like, yeah, we were kind of we we're kind of expecting that people would be a little bit off put by the change in style, but we're we're still doing it. <laughs> we're still doing it. We're already we're already this far in. We're gonna keep going. It's not like we're gonna suddenly. It's, this isn't Sonic. We're not gonna change the style of the character. I don't know. I'm surprised. I I don't think it looks bad. Yeah, it's CG, but I'm 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 not always off put by CG like people are. I I watch a lot of CGI anime, so I'll I'll definitely be checking this out. Do did would I have wanted a 2D? Yeah, for sure, I, no doubt. But this is what we got, so I will definitely be checking it out either way. But yeah, that happened. <laughs> Uh, they have a premiere date for 2023, so we have a whole year to to possibly be launched in. Um, they did during the discussions at the panel. The things that I did notice when I was when I was um, I I was watching what Orange put up on the stream. One of the one of the guys from Orange actually streamed it on their phone, <laughs> so the audio was terrible. But uh, the thing that I noticed is they they kept bringing up the idea that the the key art and stuff was saying that it's coming and not that it's coming back. So they were putting a lot of emphasis on the idea that this is going to be a new project, which is obvious based on the PV. You can see this is starting from the origin, like the original anime adaptation, which I think was decently close to the manga. I'm not sure. Um, it had a bunch of shenanigans happening. Everybody's chasing down Vash. He's got the, he's got the wanted poster out for him. Everybody wants the, the bounty. And then eventually like way late in the anime adaptation, Suddenly, we got the backstory. We got to see where Vash came from. And this PV is, like, literally starting from that point. So just like with their original announcement where they said it was, quote-unquote, an original uh, CG, 3D CG take on the franchise, made me believe they're going to... It's probably going to still have the same story beats, but just probably rearranged to start from the origin story and go on. So that'll be interesting. It, the PV is definitely very more dark like it's not it's not trying to be fluffy this isn't they'll probably still have the goofy vash in there some so at some point but from the get-go the pv is all about the the tough side of vash like the not the goofy comedic side so i'll be curious to see how they rope in that that side of vash that we've seen from the anime so or if they don't they possibly may not ever so that'd be interesting that'd be interesting besides still are you are you are you looking forward to a dark Vash story, <laughs> not we'll the goofy Vash story? We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Moving on, we have Viz Media unveiled a new trailer for the Bleach anime series at Anime Expo. So that happened. So I think it's on Toho's YouTube channel. Viz's. I I literally just said Viz Media announced it. <laughs> Viz's YouTube channel. You can check it out there. Um, but yeah, that's, um, that's still coming in October. So be excited for that. They also revealed a key art for it. Um, but yeah, this of course going to be covering the thousand year blood war. The other thing is that at the anime expo panel is that Kubo record a video, um, said in, in that video, he said that he, that he wants the fans to expect a modern contemporary coloring and a new and refreshing viewing experience with the new anime, uh, which I'm guessing is just kind of insinuating that it's going to be. It's not going to be like set in the same style and everything as the old, <laughs> at this point now, old anime series. Um, he added that he's closely involved with all aspects of the anime. Kubo also acknowledged that the anime thus far has omitted some scenes from the, uh, that were from the manga, but he wants to get them back in if possible. So possibly some 
don't know, some extra stuff that maybe was skipped that he deems should be in there that he's going to have pushed back into the, the adaptation. But um, we'll see. Did you read the manga, right? Finished yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not completed, but I'm pretty close to cl- completing it. I was like curious if if this could be possibly a multi core. Oh, I doubt they can cover well, it before, especially if he's talking about adding scenes in there. The 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 funny thing about Bleach is that some because I I'm when I think that we ended up discussing it at some point, and it felt like where they left off was there was a massive gap between where they had left off and where I, uh, this stuff is supposed to be taking, uh, place and it. And I was absolutely blown away by the idea that they would just skip an entire section. But when I went back to look at it, it doesn't, doesn't seem like it. So it's, it's one of those that feels like different parts seem like they should be taking longer than other parts should be. So, I don't know. It, it, it's it's. I can see it going multi, several cores for sure. Um, at least um, four cores, probably. But at the same time, the way that the the stuff translates to actual animated stuff, maybe it's just because there there's a lot of stuff that's being skipped. I don't know. It it's odd. Yeah, yeah. I, I really. It's just that. like it's just like uh, Attack on Titan, where it things don't translate the same way that they feel like they are in the, in the manga panels where they, it just seems like they just go on and on and on and on when they're actually doing discussions. But when it actually translates to the, to the scenes on, on video, it, it doesn't work out the same way. Yeah. True. True. Have simultaneous combat with, with, with people going, what just happened there? <laughs> yeah. Looking for that. I'm, I'm like I said before, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do a rewatch or maybe just, just burn through the manga just to get reacquainted with everything that's going on. Cause I'm completely lost at this point. And I, I really do want to be in with that, that whole excitement when it comes back and I don't want to be lost. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Sentai Filmworks has announced that at anime expo that they have licensed the following Peter Grill and the philosopher's time second season, which will be airing this year, which is probably going to be fall. Uh, Chikawa Ragna crimson reincarnated as a sword, which are going to be in October and I've somehow gotten stronger when I improved my farm-related skills, which again is going to be in October. So I'm excited for Reincarnated as a Sword. That one, that one looks cool. I think they released a PV for it, which was was exciting too. Um, that's the one where it has like the girl that's like really had a terrible life, and then he shows up as a sword, and then she wields him. So um, cute cat girl wielding a sword. Um, that's always a plus for me. <laughs> that's an easy win for Andrew. I'm not sure if it's going to have a good story or what, but at least at least we have that. So that's that's all I need. But yeah, uh, the other one, the farm, the farm one, I like I've said before, was kind of funny. I seen the trailer for that one where he basically kills a dragon with a carrot. I think it was a carrot. So that's that's always that one. I think is probably going to be funny for the first episode, but I'll we'll see where it goes after that. But yeah. Exciting stuff, and oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited that they got Peter Grill because I really don't want <laughs> some other company, uh, <clears throat> a Crunchyroll, to have that one because it's super raunchy, and I don't know what will happen. Now, granted, High Dive may stream the censored version of Peter Grill. I'm not saying they're going to have the uncensored version, but they're more likely to get the uncensored version. Whereas Crunchyroll, at this point, I doubt ever will ever have. Yeah, the, the, my my show being... except for Shin Ikitosin, which is, that was the only version they had. There was no uncensored version of Shin Ikitosin, so 
they 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 lo- lost the last of my trust with with my show. So I'm done with them. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious what the whole this because it's a big sword. Um, it's so it's got that cute thing about you know cute little cat girl that has gigantic sword. I'm curious if it's gonna be one of those things where he he's obviously flying contrast, around. Andrew contrast. <laughs> It's obviously one of those things where it shows him flying around the sky and stuff by himself. So I'm kind of curious if it's one of those things where she's super strong or if the fact that he's able to move her with him to to be able to wield it. So it's cool, though. The, the, the action scenes they show in the trailer look great so far. So I hope that they keep that quality, honestly. So, But yeah, Catgirl. Um, yeah, cool stuff, cool stuff. Now here's some crazy... No, this isn't yet. Well, not yet. Not yet, but Right Stuff and Nozomi Entertainment has announced a couple licenses. Uh, Gundam Sun, SD Gundam, Sun Gokuden, Brave Battle Warriors, and Gundam Build Divers Rerise. So, finally, the SD Gundams. We were we were talking about that when we were doing the full rewatch of all the Gundams, because they were just sending, like, literally every day I got a package and it was another Gundam. And I'm like, okay, here we go. We're doing another Gundam, Chris. Um, we were curious at some point if we were going to be getting the, gun- the SD Gundams to review. And so... There you go. I guess they're coming. <laughs> they're on the way eventually. <laughs> yeah, SD Gundam is definitely one that I've always been curious as to what the concept uh, behind the SD Gundams were for sure. Yeah, probably taking out all the political intrigue and just having it be chibi Gundams fighting each other. Yeah, right. Which is fine. So, uh, Sekai Project plans to release Inupara Dogs Paradise and Nekopara after games. So, if you want the Inu version of all your Nekopadas. Be excited for that coming from Sekai Project. Apparently, they still exist. <laughs> I might actually be getting into the Paras here soon. Chris is going to get into the Paras. <laughs> it's time for Chris to get into the Paras. Because there's Inupara. <laughs> yes. That's that's all you have to The Nekos? No, that wasn't enough. The Inus, that was enough. Nekopara is, is, is adorable. I, they, I've definitely seen a lot of stuff coming from that. But... I, it, it's, I can't help it. I, the dog girls. I gotta get into the dog girls. They're missing, like, one of the best ones. Which is, this one's kind of got the whole floppy ear thing going on. But, yeah, they're all mostly just, like, pointy they're ears. De- I'm more annoyed that there's not a wiener dog in there. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. That would be the... Yeah, that one. Um, I'm not gonna say it. Uh, News of Entertainment. Here's here's the crazy stuff. This is... of Like, solo leveling? Gotcha. Uh, excitement around the finally the trailer for for Trigun that's exciting. Probably the most shocking news for me personally was this: Nozomi Entertainment and Right Stuff has announced they're collaborating with Macross Big West to release Macross Frontier and Macross Delta on Blu-ray in the U.S. Finally, <laughs> and this is this keeps going. We got we got more of them. Additionally, they said they have Macross Seven that they're going to release on the anime uh, and on Blu-ray. And then Big West and Anime Limited later on announced that they are going to be doing Macross Plus on Blu-ray in the U.S. and Canada and Europe. Anime Ego doing the Super Dimension Fortress Macross 2 Lovers again on Blu-ray. So, yeah. (laughs) All this Macross just flooded Anime Expo. Like, all these companies going, yeah, we're doing this one, we're doing this one, we're, yeah, we got this one covered. Hey, 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 we'll do the one over there! They're like, it's like all these people jumping out there saying, we're doing all these Macrosses. Um, and I've said it before. I don't, I've, I've watched, like, the original Butchered stuff, but I haven't really watched, I haven't been keeping up on all these other Macross because, again, they, they weren't ever wi- licensed in the West, unfortunately. Um, my excitement is that this is finally coming to the West. Like, we're finally going to get this stuff. 
that's where I'm excited about. I'm excited that this has finally been released from the the death grip that was Harmony Gold. And of course, we we talked about this last year that they came to some sort of agreement that they would be able to do distribution. It's just now we're even when that was announced, I had my fears because they just got burnt so bad with Harmony Gold. Why would they ever trust another company? Well, apparently. They trust Nozomi Entertainment and Right Stuff and Anime Limited because – and Anime Ego, obviously. Um, so I'm happy that that, that that trust has finally reestablished the West and we're finally – the fans and everybody else is going to be able to finally experience this stuff, again, legally. Um, and we'll finally be able to get this stuff, so – and I already got my email saying, hey, do you want a review copy from my stuff? So I'm like, yes, yes, please, yes, please. We're finally getting this. I am so super excited for you guys. Thank you so much that you guys got this. I was I was more happy for the fans and Right Stuff and Nozomi Entertainment and obviously the original owners to finally be able to get this stuff over here. So super hype. For sure. I, this this is one that I've I've actually wanted to dig into at some point for a long time. Um, I... I one of my favorite, I, if you want to call it a meme clip, is the the Nyan Nyan song that that I've always, I, I've I've actually uh, brought it up in in Discord a couple times. Of that, no, this is the original, uh, and and I love it. it. So yeah, I'm I definitely can't wait to get sink my teeth into this one. So yeah, since I rushed through pretty much everything, let me make sure it's perfectly clear. Nozomi Entertainment right stuff. Um, they're collaborating. They're going to be getting Macross Frontier and Macross Delta on Blu-ray. Um, Macross Frontier is releasing the full series on Blu-ray in a Blu-ray set. Macross Delta is a full uh, box set, as well as two additional versions of the first episode. And then with the other one, they're going to be doing a the Macross 7 on two Blu-ray discs, both regular and ultra collector's edition with bonus content. Uh, the first one through 29 episodes, uh, plus the shorts, will be in the first box set. The second set will have 30 through 49 and Encore. So that's for the Macross 7. When it comes to the Anime um, anime Limited box set, I think they just said they're going to be doing the release of Macross Plus. Um, anime Ego doing the Super Dimension Fortress Macross 2 Lovers again on Blu-ray. So they didn't announce a box set or anything, so... Yeah, that's that's super crazy. I'm like I said, I'm super excited for this. This is a long time coming, and I'm glad it's finally getting love. And maybe, hopefully, anything future Macross related won't have any sort of hiccups. <laughs> any sort of hiccups. So, yeah, there you go. Super, super excited. Super excited for that. So, moving on, we have Crunchyroll has announced that it will be streaming the OV, the two OVAs for My Hero Academia. Starting on August 1st, this will include the first episode with an original story around the baseball-loving pro heroes who form a Hero League Baseball. The second episode will take place during the internship at Endeavor's agency and cover a string of graffiti incidents. So, more Hero Academia coming before the next season. So, exciting stuff. Uh, Crunchyroll also announced they will be streaming To Your Eternity second season in fall, which is a surprise to nobody. Because <laughs> they had the first season, so they're probably going to get the second season. So... Um, there you go. Um, let's see here. This is a this is very unfortunate. I've actually been been looking forward. I think Chris has talked to me a little bit about his thoughts on it, but yeah, Wit Studio um, during during all the craziness of Anime Expo decided to tweet out that they are launching a 10th anniversary exhibit Kickstarter with its goal to fund to have physical events around the world showing their works. Yeah, Kickstarter for. 
their marketing team, apparently. Apparently their marketing team sucks so much they need to have us pay for them to market. But no, the, the idea and what I got from the video, because this still doesn't make any sense to me why they're doing this, but from the video, they basically say, okay, we have this exhibit in Japan. It's really cool. It's got like all these walls covered with, you know, key arts and all this different stuff for each project they've done in the past. Some really cool stuff. And they want to take that exhibit and take it to different countries. So if they get this, if they get this funding, they will go to other, they, I don't think they even announced what's, th- th- here's the other thing that bugs me. There's no, like, if we get funded, we'll go to these places. It just says we're going to go around the world. Like, there's no, there's no, there's nothing in here that tells me what they're doing. They just want to go overseas with the exhibit, um, which that kind of bugs me. I don't like the idea of how, like, very vague it is, but it's there if you want to fund it. Um, obviously, I think probably most people would be wanting to fund this because there's Kickstarter exclusives, like, um, you get your name on some stuff, and I, I, there's you can get signatures from some people from what studio. Um, like, this one's access to their Discord. Your name on what studio official website, a special message card, digital, from WIT Creators, <laughs> access to online talk show by WIT Creators, uh, autograph artwork, digital, by Koji. Yeah, you get, dig- you get some digital some digital stuff. Um, I think one of them is like, if it's like really expensive, I think you get to do a, a studio tour or something like that. No, just an online meeting. If you, if you pay them, what $10, is it? $1,000? Uh, $10,000, you can get uh, all the other stuff that I just mentioned, plus uh, what what next? Uh, still digital stuff from them. Access to behind-the-scenes video by Kyoji Asano. An online meeting with WIT creators. You can visit WIT Studio and dinner with creators. I'm probably not paying for that flight, by the way, I would assume. Uh, otherwise, they just take a huge chunk out of it. Hand-drawn portrait of you by Wit Creator. Boom, there you go. Um, it's got five, and one's... That's pretty much... If th- They have one person doing that, so that's pretty much half of what they've already made. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, they, that's half of what they've... They've, they've already gotten 18,000 USD. Um, and that was a 10,000 one. So that that's half of their backers right there. But I don't know. I'm being very negative here, but I, it's still the point. This is something they're, well, they're, they should be doing. This is their marketing team. Their marketing team should be figuring this stuff out. I don't know why they're asking people to pay for them to take, take this to places we haven't even, they don't, they don't say where in the United States. They don't say if they're even going to the United States, just, we're going to take this overseas. Give us money. It just, it seemed like a really dumb a very dumb idea. I don't know who greenlit this. It looks bad. It shows that they're having troubles. Um, their their whole statement in the video is that we we want to take this around the world because we're just not very well known in anime animation. We're not known in animation worldwide. And it's like, yes, you. If anybody knows about anime, they know what what stew is. Now, if you're if they're specifically meaning like they want recognition like Disney has, you're not getting it. Anything anywhere outside of anime, definitely fans, not for thirty six thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, anywhere outside of anime, nobody's going to know an animation studio besides Disney or Pixar. So don't expect that by putting a pop up place somewhere in we don't even know where. It's not going to make you suddenly be recognized. So it just it seems like a very and it's not that much money, honestly. Um, considering for a marketing department for a big studio that's you know part of other companies, but. It, it just looks bad. 
it just looks bad, honestly, in my opinion. But if you want some some digital goods, I guess you can pay, you know, jump in there. I mean, I, I, you, people do what they want to do with their money. I, I, I agreed. But when it comes down to it, I mean, we're we're going going to what Andrew had mentioned a little bit ago of of it's 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 hard to kind of jump on board and say hey we we agree with this when we don't it's we we had the same problem was was it funimation did a kickstarter for something else and it was like why they're they're a big company i mean theoretically they're a big company and they they're wanting the fans to put money into something that um, to support a project a, th- that that takes out the quote unquote um, the risk involved. This is this is another one of those that is if you want to put advertising out there to get your name out there, then go and do it. That's your risk. You're you're asking the customer to cover your risk when the, the that's. The point is you get the rewards if you uh, take the risk and you're trying to take out the risk and still reap the rewards. I mean, we're not getting none of these. I mean, digital, definitely not digital. That's just insulting, honestly. Yeah, like the best Um, one is like $200 and it's for an autographed Witch Studio original T-shirt cap and tote bag. Just, just sign a piece of paper. I don't need a tote bag with a signature on it. <laughs> Why do I get a tote bag with a signature on it? I mean, to me, this looks like it, it, almost insulting I, in, when it comes down to it. And and I, I, I hate to be the quote-unquote negative person, just like Andrew's saying. He, I, he doesn't want to be a negative person in this situation either. But when it comes down to it, this is, this is bad business. It really do- comes down to it. This is bad business, and uh, I, I, I don't want to go right into the idea like Andrew was saying. It, this, this looks like something of somebody who's hurting for money, and they need to do something like this. I guess I, I can kind of see that. It is, I, I almost hate to say that I agree with that. I mean, otherwise, this, this doesn't make sense. It's not, and that's why I said it's bad mis- business. Something about this doesn't work it's almost like somebody said hey man can we ha- can you guys come to anime expo and they're like eh, we don't have any money oh okay darn if we really want to go let's just do a kickstarter yeah let's do a kickstarter because so, that's what it's probably going to be they'll get this money and then and go to, to anime, anime expo, anime expo. And that's, that's, makes that's, sense. that's gonna be it <laughs> but it's like you you already have like directors and stuff going to anime expo all the time but their marketing team puts money aside for that but um, or technically, most in a lot of cases, they get oh, paid well, to go there. So I wonder if they if if they did try to go to Anime Expo and somebody said no, the, nobody knows who what studio is, and that's why they're doing this. <laughs> so that it's it's, it's like yeah, I, anime, I, people at Anime Expo are definitely not going to know who what studio is. <laughs> Attack on Titan, <laughs> like half of the cosplayers are Attack on Titan. Um, it's just it it boggles my mind. But again, it's that whole idea. This isn't forcing anybody to give them money. Um, people are can see what they get from it. Um, I'd stay the hell away from that Discord because that Discord's probably going to be crazy. But um, there you go, there you go. That's that's a thing. That's that's a thing that's happening. But yeah, if you're if you're looking for if you I, I said if you want to if you want some goods, yeah, go for it. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't shame anybody for getting a tote bag with 
who who knows whose signature on it. It doesn't even say whose signature. Maybe you get to choose. Well, see, you, you made their point. You don't know who it is that, that's signing the tote bag. Yeah, it's literally like <laughs> the guy from the marketing department. <laughs> the marketing guy at Wit Studio is like, yeah, yeah, here you go. Here's your tote bag. Uh, thank you. Uh, anyways, that, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Katakawa has listed thir- the 13th volume of Aramanga Sensei light novel as its final volume. So... That's that's coming to a conclusion. Um, it's going to be titled Aramanga Sensei or Aramanga Festival, and it's scheduled to ship on August tenth. So there you go. That's that's coming to a conclusion. Uh, we're doing a rewatch right now on the Discord. Is that why they're so. doing? Is that why they're doing the the rewatch of it? Because they're, maybe, they're ending. Maybe, maybe I don't know. That's wasn't my pick. Kaon was my. pick. <laughs> It was also my my uh, the one that I was you know nominating, so I couldn't vote for it. But I, somebody else voted for it. There you go. Yeah. So if you want to rewatch Aramanga Sensei, I think they're like on the third or something episode. So jump on the Discord and join in on those. Yeah. An official website was opened to announce the tale of the Outcast manga is getting a TV anime adaptation. Wisteria is an orphan girl living in a corner of British Empire at the end of the 19th century. Her life is desolate and break and bleak until she encounters Malbus, a powerful but equally lonely immortal being with a furry appearance, hounded by the by hunters. Together, Wisteria and Malbus roam the empire populated by humans and human-like beasts in search for a place where they can live together in peace. Crunchyroll has already announced they will be streaming it, so there you go. Exciting. Beauty and the Beast. Could it be? so? I don't know. Just a beast, dude. Beast dude and a girl. It's gotta be Beauty and the Beast, (laughs) obviously. Um, Yeah. Crunchyroll also announced they were going to be screening that time I got reincarnated as a slime Scarlet Bond filmed. Um, in major global territories in early 2023. So be excited if you're a fan of that time I got reincarnated this time. Sure. I am absolutely, I'm I'm happy that they got the movie. So I, I wish that they would get more movies. You know, I would wish they would stream it quicker. <laughs> right? <laughs> but there you go. Uh, fans of Don't Toy With Me and Miss Nagatoro, the official website has announced the second season will premiere in January of 2023. So... Be excited for that. Just around the... Well, not really around the corner. We have literally two more seasons to go through. But, right. Uh, they did subtitle it, not second season, by the way. They titled it as Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro, the, uh, the Second Attack. So it's Nagatoro's second attack on him. So there you go. That's exciting. Um, finally, we have a bunch of licenses. Yen Press has announced they, at Anime Expo they are licensing uh, I'm Quitting Heroing Manga, Keon Shuffle Manga, Keon Omnibus Collection, Pola Magi, Oriko, Magic, Magica Manga Omnibus, Your Forma, Apparently Disillusioned Adventures Will Save the World, Fruits Basket, another volume four, uh, Konosuba Memorial Fanbook, The Optimistic Princess, and all of her answers. And all- the Optimistic Princess has all the answers, light novel. Pandora 7 manga, Shy manga, even if the love disappears from this world tonight novel, Honey Lemon Soda manga, Doomsday with My Dog manga, which obviously just is now going to be airing an anime adaptation, for those that don't know, and Oshinoko manga, which, again, is another one that's got a recent announcement for an anime adaptation, and I know that a lot of people were mentioning that that didn't have a physical release, so... Apparently, Impress was like, yeah, snatch that up. Everybody's super excited about this anime. Guess we'd do a manga print. So, there you go. And J-Novel has licensed the following titles. Riri, formerly the fallen daughter of the Duke 
Isekai Tensai recruited to another world, Yuri Tama from the third wheel to Trifecta, Yashiro-kun's guide to going solo, The Conqueror from Dying Kingdom, Backstabbed... Oh gosh, this title. I have to read it again. Backstab in a backwater dungeon. My trusted companions tried to kill me, but thanks to the gift of an unlimited gacha, I got level 99999 friends, and I am out for revenge on my former party members and the world. Death's Death's Daughter and the Ebony Blade 7th Dungeon Dive, Aim for the Deepest Level, and Full Metal Panic short stories. So... Yes, I do want to acknowledge that the fact that they, that they somehow managed to put that back, backstab in the backwater dungeon on the cover. That whole thing. The whole thing is on the cover. Like, I, you see it all the time with the light novels. They actually do that. But, yeah, it's it's, it's funny to see on an actual, you know, written in English. Because, obviously, it, it takes more characters to write it out in English than in <laughs> Japanese. And that's a lot on a book cover. But there you go. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. There's quite a few that look interesting in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's all the news. We managed to get through all that. <laughs> we managed to get through all that, Chris. Now I'm shocked because I'm like, okay, now we get to actually do some questions. And I wasn't fully prepared to do questions because that I didn't think we'd actually get done with all that. But yeah, um, as usual, you can submit questions by going to otakuspirit.com. There is a contact us button there. You can submit through the website itself. Um, along with all the 50 million spams that I get on a daily basis. And so I have to check them all to make sure they don't delete the wrong ones. Uh, additionally, <laughs> you can also submit it by going to our Discord. Again, you can get the link at talkaspear.com. Join our Discord, and then there is an anime question or submit questions channel in there that you can submit your questions at, uh, like many other people do. And there's email, andrew at talkaspear.com. So plenty of ways for you to get a hold of us and submit your question. Um, I'm still scrolling. It's all this conversation stuff. These bad people that put conversations in the middle of all the questions. Uh, I'm trying to mark them as I go along. Yes, conversations, bad people, more bad people, bad people, more bad people. Scrolling through all these bad people. I I think that's the first one. No, that's somebody else's. There's still conversation happening. Bad people. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) I think this is one. Yes, I don't think we've done this one. Uh, Sabanasu wrote in on the Discord says, 10 earliest anime, can't remember exact order, might be forgetting something. Um, I was on Toonami from 98 to 2001. I probably saw it later than I discovered it could be downloaded fan subs. I just downloaded stuff and found out what I could, uh, found out what it was later on. I was Googling to see what was on Toonami at the time to put stuff I forgot on the list. Um, it has Ronin, uh, Ronin Warriors. Legend Armor Samurai Troops, 1989, before Toonami. <laughs> that's that's going back. I don't even think I'd seen that one. That Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, he's got number two is Pokemon, obviously. That's an easy one. Uh, Dragon Ball is number three, Dragon Ball Z. Um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, downloaded it in the late 90s. Yeah, I, I think I, I want to say I downloaded Evangelion first. But it was for sure my first, like, when I got old enough to actually have a job, that was, like, my first buy. Like, I bought a DVD player, a TV, and the full, like, box set that's uh, the DVD box set from back then. So, that was definitely one of my first actual, like, I've got, I got stuff before then, but it was usually, like, with a friend you would trade stuff because you didn't have money. (laughs) Or at least I didn't have money. (laughs) 
but that was like the first I bought this and it was it was pretty expensive at the time obviously because it was a full box set but never regret it and I I cherish it to the day this is like that's like my like if the house is burning down that's like one of those ones is like I kind of want to grab that of anything else but it's hard to remember when I I first watched Evangelion it I I it seems like we watched it on on VCR but man that's so long ago good luck VCR what is a yeah. VCR? I know that thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, next he's got, uh, Sabanasu has Mobile Suit Gundam Wing. That's a, that's another popular one that was on Toonami back in the day. Uh, Tenchi Moyo, nice. That was on Toonami? Was that on? I don't think I've ever yes, seen Tenchi that on was. Toonami. Tenchi was on, on, on it. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, but still, I, I don't I don't recall seeing that. So that's that's crazy. That for sure was on on VCR. I know for a fact we watched that on VCR. <laughs> that was for sure on VCR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was like I said back when I was watching shows with my friend, and yeah, everything was VCR then. I got it. I got it, it was cool. secondhand from Andrew, but yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, and then he then he went to uh, when he moved out, he like just bought like everything. Yeah, like he even bought mouse. I actually he has a he had a copy of mouse. He bought he went and he pressed buy on mouse. He bought mouse. It's weird. I mouse. actually I still uh, remember that stupid title card mouse. It, it it's actually funny because um there back then there was this one website where uh, they had website. it was called DVD Express and they I I spent so much money at this freaking website. They actually sent me a shirt. I had that shirt for forever. <laughs> and and my mom's like, "Why didn't you throw this away?" No, I spent a god awful amount of money to get that shirt. I'm keeping that freaking shirt. I got acknowledged. <laughs> That's sometimes what I think of with right stuff is like they the probably the only cuz <laughs> here, here's how I got to the point where here here was the steps to the point in which we started doing reviews for right stuff. Um, I was doing gobs of buys and videos about unboxing all this, especially during the holiday seasons. Like we were doing, I was doing these massive holiday unboxing videos. And at some point, Sean Kleckner jumped in my chat or my comments and was like, yeah, great video. Thank you. And I'm like, sweet. I, I, this is at the time where you could actually send people messages. So I sent him a message. I'm like, Hey man, can, can I, can I talk to your PR group so we can do some, you know, reviews and stuff. And so there was a side of me that kind of thought that he was okay with giving me the email because he knew how much I was playing for them. <laughs> so it's like, hey, we'll just have to send him a review copy every now and then. Dude's buying crap tons of stuff. We might as well send him one Blu-ray. Um, but you know, that was that was that was kind of a funny thought process there. But I probably shouldn't reveal that. But that, I, that I'm not saying that's what they did. Uh, they know that we have a podcast and everything. So, anyways, uh, but yeah, the next one he's got Outlaw Star. Yes. I watched Outlaw Star. Outlaw Star was kind of my Cowboy Bebop, or Cowboy Bebop. Like I liked Outlaw Star a lot when I was younger, uh, enough that I bought the the cool Blu-ray box that they end up releasing. But um, yeah, that one's a that one's a good one. That one's got like the whole thing. Like the it was during that time where you had like the core is the cute girl kind of thing. So I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, big O, I, Big O. I I really want to finish Big that o, series. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> I that, that that's one of those those shows that I got I got real heavy into um, when it was up. Uh, Anime Batman on. man. It, it, exactly, and I wanted to watch it so bad, or I wanted to finish it. I got to a certain point um, that things were about to flip, and um, that's all I'm going to say because I I didn't go that far into the after part of that that part in 
I, I want to finish it. That's one of those. But if I finish it, I have to start over from the beginning because I don't remember much of anything anymore. This was during the time when Chris liked anything that had Android girls in it, like Chobit. She was so awesome. <laughs> she, I, I love her. Her artwork is perfect. I, so, yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, Samanasu has number nine as Dragon Ball GT. Ooh. That's a that's an interesting one. I actually rewatched GT here um, about a year, a little over a year ago. Me and my uh, the other brother, um, he's he's known as the other brother. Um, we I was over at his place and we just like started from like the beginning and watched through everything all the way through GT. And I was arguing with a lot of people that I believe that like I enjoyed where GT went <laughs> versus where where Super went. So. It's it's still good. Like it's still got some good stuff in there. Like I I think the the concepts that they had there. Essentially, the idea that they did so many wishes that they they were causing problems from those wishes. Because obviously, the joke around Dragon Ball is that they every time something happens to somebody, they just wish them back. Well, this is getting into like they have repercussions for all that, which was kind of cool, honestly. Um, but yeah, there you go. It was much more interesting than let's go to an interplanetary universe fight tournament. Yay! Another tournament. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, GT was one of those that I I started in. Um, there's there's a lot of things that is in the lore that a lot of people were borrowing from GT. So because it was for the longest time considered canon. So um, there's a lot of stuff that I really really wanted to see, and I never did get quite that far into it to find out how all that stuff works. Yeah, we didn't know it was <laughs> we didn't know it wasn't canon. <laughs> For a while there, we didn't know, because I don't think they would want to say, but obviously people that knew the manga would probably know that it was going off the off the rails. But yeah, afterward, Gundam X, which, um, yeah, we watched here recently through the DVD. So that was I liked that, that one. Good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that's it. Spanister says, I wanted to put Love Hina, Naruto, and Yu-Gi-Oh! on the list, uh, but they were later on. So that's that's definitely... Your your basic package of I watch shows on television, <laughs> except for Evangelion, uh, most of that and and obviously War Gundam X were pretty much the 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 huge on the Toonami block. So you got your standard. This is definitely a lot more standard than Ira. <laughs> well, I mean, pretty much your list is is what we would expect most people who are in the the Shonen camp. That's pretty much a lot of those are are what I see there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warspite says, do you think it's still wrong to use pirate sites if you pay the, the streaming service? Because all the anime of the season is on site and easy to grab instead of being on five to six, uh, five to six different sites. Um, I will put a huge stipulation in here. Um, yes, if you pay for Crunchyroll, but you don't watch the shows on Crunchyroll, it could affect the shows themselves. Um it de- it depends on how they set up the agreements. Technically, you're putting money into Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll then later pays into other shows, and they get their money anyways. But there is an argument to me that made that sometimes they do have royalty setups where if you're not, I think at some point they stated, and I don't know if they still do this. At some point they stated the idea that whatever shows you watch that money goes in that show. Which doesn't make any sense to me because they have to pre-license this stuff. So it really just depends on how they actually set up the license. They could just pay, here's a lump sum, we get the we get this many episodes, and those episodes come to Crunchyroll, and they air them. 
and there's no interaction there, there's sometimes there possibly is some royalty fees they're paying based on you watching those shows. But inactivity on certain shows does technically mean that their likelihood of, you know, buying another season of it could be down. But the, I, I, we've always been from the mindset you do what you want to do. We're not your, we're not your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I watch, I download Summertime Rendering. It's not, it's, it hasn't been on Disney Plus over here. I don't think I'd even plan on jumping on Disney Plus for it, even if it did. But I don't judge anybody. I mean, we we've pirated plenty of stuff. We're not your, we're not, you know, the knight on the horse looking well, down upon people for pirating stuff. Yeah, we we. I mean, we've we've made our arguments clear on on you should support the yeah. the the sites, but when it comes down to it, I mean, I I think that that's the the strongest argument for somebody. When it comes down to it, I I've paid into it. I, like Andrew was saying, I think that that's something that you should really take into consideration because, yes, like Andrew was saying, Crunchyroll at some point did point out that when you actually are hitting that particular episode, it is supposed to be – supposed to be. I don't know if they're actually doing it. I don't see their finances. I'm taking their word for it. Supposedly, you click on it. That means that that company gets a royalty of some sort. Um, so – and that, that's that's where I've always been because I, I I'm in the same same realm when it comes to s- stuff like uh, video games, which is a lot easier to um, provide a an argument for. Of I have the physical copy, what I do with the ROM after that is on, on me. That's my property. I own it. I purchased it. Blah blah blah. That's the strongest argument anybody can make for uh, that kind of stuff. But when it comes down to it, you're technically still supporting a pirate site because somebody is getting money off of that. Um, they are not th- that hosting fee is not for free. That uh, those those websites do put ads up. Those ads send money somewhere. Um, whether you agree with where that money is being sent or not is irrelevant. You are sending money to somebody. Somebody's making money. Um, so take that for what it is. Yeah. I, and yeah, like we said before, it's, it's do what you want to do with your money. And I I think that's a discussion that's coming up again right now because summertime rendering on Disney plus and no, and they're not showing it. We still have the arguments coming around like Isekai uncle, which is on Netflix and it's going to be delayed again. So that's bringing up the conversation there. And then yes, technically, additionally, people are now having to subscribe to high dive when they didn't have to before because there's a lot of content on there. Now I'd make the argument that people were subscribing to Funimation. They no longer have to. So just move that over there. Technically high dive was cheaper, um, but that's still bringing up a conversation. And then you have the fact that high dives kind of struggling right now, having a real hard time. My, my Roku's shut down several times on their, on their app. It's, it's really frustrating. And then that's more frustrating for me because I keep telling people support high dive, support high dive. And now high dives choking. And now, it's my hope that High Dive is doing something right now to fix it. Because mm-hmm. they obviously put out a free 30-day trial coupon code at AX. So that obviously they probably had a ton of people flooding in. People flooding in from Maiden Abyss, Tokyo Mew Mew and stuff. Call the night. And my hope is that they're going to fix that. We just need it, – it, it's – how long do you the patience? Growing, yeah, the, the it's, growing it, pains. And I think my biggest problem with that really, and it's inexcusable, they need to say something. They need to make a statement. They're being completely silent, and I think that's really wrong. High Dive, if somebody at High Dive, Sentai Filmworks is listening to this, somebody say something. You don't have to say, we screwed up, my bad. Just say we see a problem, 
and we're working to fix it. That's all you have to say. You don't have to admit that you're terrible. You don't have to admit that you did something wrong with your website. Just say that you're working on it. Say that you acknowledge it. That's all. Just acknowledge that you're doing that something is wrong. Um, and I think their silence is just going to leave a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. And I don't like that. Fix your problem. Make a statement. And be better. Just be better. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep supporting them, but I, 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 there's going to be like maybe a month bracket or something. Something needs to be fixed at that point. If there's something critical in your if your servers are overloaded, get new servers. If it's a problem with you, maybe a code in the site, get a get a stopgap. Get something in there to at least get you going. Um I I would probably argue it's their website looks too bloated they need to they need to chill down their website a little bit it's got too much crap in it um but yeah we'll see we'll see i'm i'm, I'm still holding hope for them that but it, like i said it does bring the question i don't i don't i don't get the six to seven different websites i'm probably sure that you're probably just joking about that like the whole fish i caught a fish this big kind of thing um it's literally two two and a half <laughs> if you if you count netflix it's three but um, it's high dive, Crunchyroll. If if you're in another country, possibly Disney Plus for summertime rendering. It's not here, so it's not it's not plausible here. Um, what else? That's it. High dive and Crunchyroll's really got pretty much everything. The, Vin- we, we, that that problem was a a couple of years ago for sure when we had. Uh, yeah, Crunchy Amazon. Roll, yeah. Amazon. I mean, I mean, yeah. It was it was like Daisuke.net, Amazon, Crunchyroll, Funimation. Viz and tried to anime. do in it. For what a was High Dive at the time? It was like anime, anime, the, the anime, anime network, the anime network. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, that was that was a bad time. But now it's two, so I don't. That's not really a plausible argument. So you you did post that march so maybe because then it was still technically funimation was still there so i'm I'm acknowledging that worse by amazon strike yeah amazon strike was a thing <laughs> that was in that there is there was is it, was it Dysky was was the other one yeah Dysky.net, yeah um there is an argument to me right now that high dive is struggling because they just put vinland saga on and vinland saga has been stuck in amazon hell for the longest time so it that could be why they're dying right now so uh keep that in mind but like i said i i'm gonna give them some time but at some point i'm gonna have to you're they're gonna have to say something or fix something or i'm not gonna be able to support them anymore i I can't i can't personally say people go support this when they won't fix their problems so but we'll see uh midas midas says now as the season is over which i'm guessing you're talking about uh spring uh, what is your favorites from the season? I made a whole video on it, but that's fine. Uh, your favorite anime from spring, Chris? What, what was your favorite I don't anime? Remember? You're, you've already forgotten everything that aired. Um, My brain is in in summer mode. Uh, I can't even think of a name of a show right now. Bookworm. Yeah, Bookworm was Bookworm was a thing. Uh, but that's that. That probably Bookworm would be my favorite of the season. I mean, there was some other ones that definitely surprised me. Like I'm here, I'm quitting heroing and um, executioner and date way of life. The spring, there you go. Um, I like when Chris thinks he's helping. <laughs> I just point somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I want to say a sentence of book one was easily the best. Um, summertime rendering still technically going on, so I can't count that one. Um, but I'm quitting heroing was a surprise. The ending kind of sucked. Executioner and way of life good. was great. Kong Min has a fantastic ending. 
Um, I still love Demons, Demon Girl Next Door. If I had to pick a show that ended in the season, because like I said, I'm not going to count Summertime Rendering because it's still going, it's probably Sentence of Bookworm. Easy. There's there's just nothing that's better than that show. I mean, Spy X Family was great, but nowhere near Sentence of Bookworm, unfortunately. So, Why do they have listed Spy X Family as Netflix? I know, I know it was supposed to go on Netflix, but where's the Crunchyroll listing? <laughs> They're like putting the middle finger to Crunchyroll, like, eh, not putting Crunchyroll in here. Um, it's listed as plan to watch. I must not have completed my entry for that one. Uh, Midos also has favorite characters, mine. Desimi. Yeah, mine would be a definite. Um, Anya. Subaki. Anya. Um, Anya, Anya. <laughs> Anya is adorable. <laughs> Minnow. Uh, Sachiko and the, Sachiko and the, and the ghost girls. All the characters from uh, Executioner Way of Life, Minnow, except for Akari. Akari can, whatever. Um, but no, Minnow and, and Momo and um, Ashina, they were fantastic characters. I loved them. Um, Hort from uh, uh, which, uh, uh, Dawn of the Witch was great. Obviously, Shamiko. Itsuka? Shamiko forever. Itsuka was adorable. Yeah. Lou was, Lou's, Lou's was great, too. Um, yeah, Shamiko's forever Shamiko. I love Shamiko. I think that's pretty much it. Uh, favorite OPs and EDs? I don't remember. <laughs> don't, um, OP, we did an entire music podcast. Yeah, Check yeah, that go one do out. That. Uh, the OP, <laughs> the OP for uh, Execution Wave Life was like always good. Um, now Toyami did the OP for Ascendance of Bookworm Season 3, and I loved it to death. It was so good. And the visuals were good, too, because it kind of shows that progression of her story. Uh, Konichi Sabaki's OP was fantastic. I think Healer Girls was pretty great. I liked that one. Just the music was great mm-hmm. in general for that one. Um, favorite visuals. Um, for style, I would say is Executioner Way of Life because I really loved that art style. Um, I would probably go with uh, Executioner on visuals yeah, for sure. I love the softness that was of Day I Am on. Um, a lot of the action scenes of Koichi Sabaki plus the character designs were fantastic. They did drop off at the later part, but it was still it was still really good looking. I love those character designs. Um, I think that's pretty much all that I would note. Yeah, I mean Spyx Family, but that was just two really fantastic studios that just put that together. So that was the animation was top notch there. Some of the some of the visuals in Kaguya was pretty fantastic too. Favorite audio. I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell you now. It's been too long. I know you asked that on April 1st, so that's our bad. Wait. Wait, that's that's for winter. We're talking we're talking spring. It's fine though. That's that's why I hate taking too long to answer certain questions cuz I we're answering questions for spring. Uh but it worked. It still it still applies right, Miras. Um he was probably figuring it was going to be uh, when we finally got to it now. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, but no, favorite episodes. Um, the later episodes of A Sentence of Bookworm was killing me. Like, every episode was ending. I'm like, I need the next episode now. I would probably agree. A Sentence of the Bookworm had some pretty fantastic um, impact when all was said and done. What was the one? There was one that had oh, an episode that blew um, away. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a, a, a shout out to... Uh, science, uh, the science fell in love. I, I was, I kind of mentioned this in my review, but 
the last few episodes of uh, that really kind of got into more of an accepting yourself for who you are and had a fantastic impact uh, last episode or two. Um, but it does get kind of heavy for those of you who are a little more sensitive. So yeah, for sure. It, it is a massive impact. And I was really blown away that they actually went the direction that they did with that. The boy called Ming last episode was phenomenal. Everything built up to that. I, I mentioned in a whole video, um, like technically with the, with the, the 11th episode, they, they kind of did the starting point. So it's almost like, I want to say it's the, the last episode and a half was the best, but it was like everything that was built up, like everything was, it was almost as if everything was Komei's build up to this one thing. And the way that they pulled that off in the end, I'm like, you, they nailed it. They nailed the last episode. Unlike I'm quitting heroing, which this last episode was its worst episode because it, I didn't feel like it nailed it at all. So that was unfortunate, but yeah, that, that, that was some, that was some good, some good episodes. I'm, I feel like I'm missing one, but that's, that happens. Um, the, the I think the Shachiku, Miss Shachiku and the baby ghost had like one of the most sad episodes. <laughs> the cat story. <laughs> still, I'm still not over the cat story. It was tragic. I didn't like it. Sorry, Midas. You get you get an updated version of your question. I hope I hope you enjoyed that. So, uh, can we do one more? Have you ever watched an anime based on OPED alone? Yes. It said Hidden Weeb. Yes. We th- that was kind of the spur for the music podcast. If you guys check out some of our earliest don't please because our earlier episodes suck um if anybody checks out there's a lot of people that go where i'm listening to all of your podcasts and it's like no don't do that uh but our earlier podcast music episodes we we literally had one episode where all we did was our favorites of all time at that time um the whole idea that was we we from experience have had cases where we listen to a song and go this song's cool what is it from and then you go watch the show um, it's happened a lot. Utuwanamono yeah, partic- is a prime example. Well, Utuwanamono had a great OP. I heard on a, a radio station for anime, and I went and watched it and really loved it. In particular, for me, it was uh, Mirai Nikki, um, uh, Future Diary. I, I definitely... I, but at the time, I was into dark stuff. So um, seeing that, and I was like, oh, this looks insane. I got to see, see what this show is. And yeah, went and watched it for sure. Now I've ever watched, OP. now I've ever watched the show just to keep watching it just because I like the OP and ED. No, <laughs> <laughs> I I've had times where I'm not enjoying a show and then I'm like, the OP is good. I mean, technically the, the life hacker girl was like the, most of the show was the OP and it was a really good OP, but was enough to keep watching the show just to watch that op over and over again um uh, but it was still a good song but yeah look there's still people in, look look hidden wave here replying to other people stop i i'm gonna start i'm gonna start giving like slaps to everybody that is bad for posting replies to other people's questions let's see if there's maybe we should really just quick. make a, a sub uh thing so that y- y'all can do that a sub thing, a sub channel underneath that channel, so that people can no, talk about that. No, no, <laughs> they'll still post here. That's the whole problem. There's a million channels where they could post in. They still post in here. That's uh, <laughs> why I was telling people just, just like quote it and go somewhere else with the quote. That's that's all you gotta do. Yeah, they're still talking about pirating and stuff. <laughs> There's like a whole discussion about pirating in here. You bad people talk about torrents. Oh my gosh, this is the only reason I, the 
to be perfectly honest, I'm not mad. It's just the only thing that I struggle with is I'm afraid I'm going to miss an actual question because I'm scrolling through a bunch of comments back and forth. But, but Ira's already. I, I think Ira. Yeah, Ira got, got it, on. Got it kind of kind of chilled out after I mean, you're probably still catching that. Ida was yeah Ida was involved too so I gotta I gotta smack <laughs> you know, I don't care if your avatar is cute Shamiko you're still gonna get a slap uh there there's a question <laughs> I finally found a question <laughs> when are you guys reviewing the greatest shonen jump property one piece I kind of alluded to that earlier. I, um, I, I know there was a lot of excitement about what happened recently in the manga, which I don't know what happened, but something happened. It will but be started. I think I might. I want to just burn through the manga at some point. We will be starting that review next February 30th, um, on 2022, or 2023, excuse me. So mm-hmm. you just expect us to have a full review on February 30th. February 30th, mm-hmm. on the date. I'll make sure that I post it at 12... O'clock AM. Yes. At the mark. Four sick man replies saying after it finishes airing. <laughs> you got, we, we, we've already... I, I'll, I'll allow that one. <laughs> I will allow that one. Iris says probably never considering they never watched read it and have stated multiple times. They don't like how it. What? I, yeah. I we have, have said, said that. that. <laughs> we have said you got me there. You got it, me there. It, it, the, the, the honest answer is we have other properties that we are seriously considering. Um, the um, we we've already mentioned that Bleach is coming up, and I guess I have. We yeah, that's have happening that. now. We have Fairy Tale that we want to finish, um, uh, and those even those two. Um, after that, I mean, there's other properties that we're far more interested in checking out. Like Iris said partially because we don't much care for the artwork. I've already started uh, One Piece a couple times. Um, maybe one of these days. I it, It's 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 an, a daunting uh, uh, property. So no matter how you look at it, it's massive. Um, it's, we, we both love Dragon Ball uh, Z, and, and I fell off at, at one point during Super. I, I want to get back to it, but... You're you're still talking about massive properties that it's going to take a while to uh, invest into. Yeah, yeah. Bacon Chip says, "What anime have you watched that left you really peed off? Oh, maybe or maybe just a episode of a show, not a whole series. For me, I would say it's the final episode of the series I was loving in One Direct Priority. Still, really like that show overall, but still, man, uh, but it still can't wash off the bad taste out of my mouth. Sadly, I agree." Uh, I I highly agree with Wonder Egg Priority, and I think it's more because I hate the fact that every time I talk about Wonder Egg Priority, everybody's like, "But that ending!" It's like, yeah, I know, but just don't watch the ending. And but it's still the rest of the show was really amazing. It's just that ending. I, the, the same argument for I'm quitting heroing. The last episode sucked. It, it doesn't change the fact that the other episodes were phenomenal, and I still highly recommend the show. It's just that yes, that last episode really bugs me. At, to this point, it still bugs me that they built up so much tension, so much, so much problem around what they were building up, and then it, it just feels like they shrugged it, and it didn't even address the original reason why it was so tension built. Like they didn't even address it. It's like, I mean, I don't mind the direction they went. I just don't like the fact that they never really landed it. That ending, really. So, but yeah, that's um. 
That's it's, there's a lot. <laughs> I would say any any manga bait show. I, I hated the ending. The last episode, uh, technically Spirit Chronicles, before they announced the second season, I hated the ending. Like that that last episode was like, what? Like what? You're doing this? You're really gonna end it like this? It's one of those things that it, it, it's kind of you tend to uh, at least me. I tend to kind of erase it from my memory and <laughs> pretend that it never existed. So it's like. Trying to think of them off the top of my head is, eh, I don't know. I, um, I know that I had a really, really rough time with the uh, professor self, the sage's uh, pupil People or something man. like that. I, I, I had such a hard In time world with, with my bladder. Um, the one this season was um, the ending of the the, 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 the demon lord. The demon lord? That, yeah, that, the ending of that demon lord one. You're talking about the that reborn one, demon lord. Reborn is a de- demon lord. A typical nobody. As a typical nobody, that one I I didn't much care for the last arc of that one. That one really kind of ir- irritated me. Um, it's it's one of those things that I I mean I I I got lucky jumping off of Orimo at the at the time that I did, so that I got the the Kuroneko ending, and I didn't have to end with the other ending. So I don't have that. I technically that can't say that your, one made me mad. Most hate <laughs> it still exists, though, and you know it exists. Yes, so it's still I, technically I, I, your most hated. No, it ending. does not exist because I've never watched it. It, it never happened. Exists. It still exists as your most hated. I do hate the ending of that particular episode because he decided he didn't want to be, uh, stay with Kuroneko, But that's that's side of the point. I still am, I'm still eagerly awaiting a, a sequel to my, In Another World with My Bladder. I think that would be a really great one to have a second season for, honestly. Not really honestly. I'm joking. Don't. Um, every episode of 86 I hated because it was always cliffhangers. I'm just joking. I love the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Taisho told me fairy tale because it ended. Not necessarily that it was bad. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of other ones. I mean, I, there's obviously the ones that I really hate because their production values go down the tube. Like Whoa, yes. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was going to say Wizard Barristers really Quality ticked code. me off the end of that one. Yeah, Quality Code and Wizard Quality, Barristers. Yeah. It has some um, really rough episodes that really ruined it, unfortunately. But, again, those aren't necessarily because of story or anything. It's just because the production values just go down the tanker, so... Um, I, I want to say there's some that are, oh yeah, the last episode of Eden Deity is no piece because I know I'm never going to get a sequel anytime soon. And that left on a really bad note, but again, not necessarily that I hate it. It's just that it does bug me a lot because I don't know when I'm ever going to get it to know what happens to the character because it leaves on a really, and I still highly suggest the show, by the way, it's just, it, it left on a really, it, it bugs the hell out of me note. So yeah, every episode of the new Higurashi when they cry because I hated their villain character that they brought in that new series. <laughs> um, to your eternity, the moment they brought in the quote unquote villain character in that show, I hated ever since then. I'm just I'm I'm doing goofy things now, but that's you you get the point. But yeah, I I feel like any like truly point that made me so mad. I've forgotten at this point because it, it is kind of like what Chris said earlier. It's like you just burn it out of your mind so that you never remember it so that you don't have to worry about thinking on it. So, yeah. Anyhow, I, I think we'll I think we'll leave it at that. 
But uh, yeah, as usual, hope you guys enjoyed this episode, this podcast episode, getting everybody updated on Anime X, uh, AX and all that kind of stuff, which was a lot of stuff to go through, but a lot of really exciting stuff. I'm really happy about the, oh, the last episode of Akadama Drive. It was really good, though. It was like really good, but it, it still doesn't make it all less painful. <laughs> I like when it's something that makes you mad, but at the same time, you you love the story because it's supposed to make you mad. The, the supposed to make you mad are, are good. It just, yeah, like. Full Metal Alchemist and the Chimera thing. It's supposed to make you mad. You don't like it. But anyways. Um, but yeah, as usual, at TalkSpear.com, that's where you can go for all of our links, our social media links, ways that you can support us, which we greatly appreciate. Everybody that supports us, it means a lot to us. Um, additionally, if you have like a Prime account, you can go to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash Spirited. That's an ED at the end of it. And you can just Twitch Prime us. We definitely appreciate it. Um, but yeah, as always, we thank you guys for listening. We hope you all enjoyed, and you all take care. Os! Oh, s-